The Koi Gig Pod. For me, it's difficult because if Chelsea aren't playing well or they need something to get someone to get them out of it, I don't think they have it. So I think they're in a difficult place. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. And on the way, an interesting theory on Billy Vonopolo's continued absence from the England squad. Connacht have snapped up an Ireland 7 star and the Ireland women's team have made an important kit alteration ahead of their Six Nations campaign. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. First up, Tyke Furlong and Kean Healy were in front of the media today as Ireland's attentions fully turn to Saturday's Six Nations decider with England. Healy had to fill in at hooker against Scotland on Sunday following injuries to Dan Sheehan and Ronan Kelleher and put in a performance that impressed even Furlong. Hooker and tiehead are not relatively simple or similar but more similar to from a loose head to tie head in terms of you know chest position head position and etc the way you kind of balance weight on both shoulders uh, I think the thing Church done unbelievably well is transition from loose head to tie head then to hooker and, and pick up all three so quickly and um, I suppose a testament to Church here beside me because it's not easy to do and you can swamp yourself with overthinking where man just went for it and um, did so well, you know. England will arrive into Dublin later in the week off the back of a record defeat at home to France. But Keane Healy says they won't take much notice of that result in this week's preparations. You expect a bounce back. Uh, England rugby is, is very strong historically. Um, in our area, they're a very strong pack. That's we're not going to like look at that game and go, oh, that's going to happen for us. That would, that would be that would be silly of us. Um, we'll, we'll treat them with the historical respect we treat that pack with because, because they're bloody dangerous and they've got very good players and they've got top-end weight in the pack. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll review this all properly and, you know, you don't just look at a team's last game when you're prepping for it. You look at their season, you look at their their players and their club games. You you go you go through everything. So uh, there's a lot to pick apart, and you know we'll do that. But at the same time, there's going to be a lot of focus on ourselves and and where we can draw more from ourselves in particular areas of the game. And Furlong says Saturday will be a special occasion even before a ball is kicked. Yeah, look, it's massive. And I think the occasion obviously adds to it from a player's perspective or the dressing room, there's a bounce about it. Um, I'd probably all, it's all carrot, no stick for us, if that makes sense. But I suppose it's it's on us to play the game, not the occasion at the same time. And um, I think that's probably at the forefront of our mind. Former England out-half Andy Good believes a personal issue is behind Billy Vonopola's absence from the England squad. The Saracens' number eight hasn't been involved in this Six Nations at all, with Alex Dombrandt preferred at the heart of the back row. Speaking on the rugby pod, Good said of Vonopola's absence, I'm hearing the reasons around Billy not being involved in Steve Borthwick's squad is because they had a fallout. Had a fallout, and Steve won't pick him for that reason. From what I hear and understand, it's personal. Steve won't pick Billy Vonopola because of what happened previously between them. Speaking on this morning's OTB AM, former Scotland and Leinster head coach Matt Williams said England could do with improvement in their back row. The English back row were just appalling. Like there was the statistics that come up 
about ball carries, offloads, tackles made, contacts, turnovers. You've got the French back row in numbers like 8, 10, 12, 7, 6, and you've got the English back row on duck egg 2, duck egg, duck egg 4. You know, it wasn't like, a, 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 a you know, the French won it on a points decision. This was just so one-sided. It was horrific. And those guys need calling out. And they need to be told, listen, you, you're wearing the national jersey and even that national jersey with a little red all over it didn't look particularly good. The French even looked better than it. But you're wearing the national jersey. You have to do much better. This is, and this is what I mean systemic. Their attacking system is hopeless. It's just non-existent. I can't tell you what they're doing in attack. I just can't see it. Their defensive system leaked like a sieve. Um, and then their kicking game was appalling. Whatever their kicking strategy was certainly suited France. Then you say, well, what did each individual bring to the game? The, the individuals were just awful. And everyone's trying to blame Marcus Smith. And I thought Smith tried his heart out. It's not Marcus Smith's fault that game. So on all these fronts, England England have got battles. And Borthwick is really, you know, he's really got some chaos management on his hands here because it, it is very, very bad. The Ireland women's team will switch from white to navy shorts ahead of this season's Six Nations. The change follows consultation with players around period anxieties. Several camogie and women's football teams have changed traditionally white shorts to darker colours this year for the same reasons. Ireland international Enya Breen says the change will help women at all levels of rugby feel more comfortable on the field. Kit supplier Canterbury have moved to help out on that front, offering other teams and players at all levels who had previously purchased Canterbury white women's shorts the chance to claim a free pair in a different colour. Ireland begin their Six Nations campaign against Wales at Cardiff's Arms Park on the 25th of this month. Connacht have signed Ireland's sevens player Andrew Smith. The 22-year-old can play anywhere along the back three and has plenty of 15s experience behind him already. Smith was on the Emerging Ireland tour to South Africa in the autumn, starting against the Pumas in Bloemfontein. He won the Energia All-Ireland League with Clontarf last season and scored two tries during the 2020 Under-20 Six Nations. Smith was part of the Ireland squad at last year's Rugby World Cup sevens in Cape Town. Ben Healy could be set for his Scotland debut on Saturday. Head coach Gregor Townsend has seen Finn Russell and Stuart Hogg withdraw from their squad to face Italy after both picked up knocks in the defeat to Ireland. Blair Kinghorn replaced Russell on Sunday but Townsend will choose between him and the Munster at half for this weekend's final fixture. Edinburgh's Charlie Savala has been called into their squad as cover at out half. And Wales will face France in Paris without Liam Williams. He damaged his shoulder in their win over Italy at the weekend. Warren Gatland has decided against adding additional cover at fullback. The head coach will also be without hooker Scott Baldwin, who replaced Ken Owens in Rome, but has suffered a pectoral muscle injury and Osprey's hooker Sam Parry has been drafted in as cover there. And the English migration to France continues at pace. Jack Knoll will leave Exeter in the summer and join Ronan O'Gara's La Rochelle. According to the Times, the 29-year-old will earn £200,000 a year more, or €227,000 extra, at the top 14 club. Noel hasn't been involved in Steve Borthwick's England squad during this season's Six Nations and his current Exeter teammates Sam Simmons, Luke Cowan-Dickey and Harry Williams are all off to Montpellier next season and Jack Willis is to give Borthwick a selection headache as he's opted to extend his stay at Toulouse. The back row only joined them earlier this season after Wasps ran aground financially. Willis has agreed a one-year extension at Toulouse with the option of a further year. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed wherever you happen to consume your podcasts leave us some positive feedback while you're there as well my name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow